0: In your sister's room. That's where it started.
1: Hello, this is Paul. And this is Dave. We are the Derringer Brothers. And you are listening to Derringer Discoveries Each podcast, we take you on a journey a musical journey.
2: Yes! Greetings in the name of His Imperial Majesty.
0: Today's podcast episode is Bob Marley Rocks and Why roots rock reggae
2: roots rock reggae
3: this is reggae music
0: during this episode Dave and I will pick and play
1: snippets of our top 10 favorite Bob Marley songs we will also play snippets of other famous people who have covered our top 10 favorite Bob Marley songs definitely Dave definitely and we will talk briefly about the songs and the life of Bob Marley.
3: Music.
1: With or without the Whalers? Let's do both. I think you have to because before 74, it was with the Whalers. After 74, it was solo. Well, we'll definitely do both. Derringer Discovery's listener feedback. Paul, do we have any listener letters today? Yes, Dave, we
0: do. With regard to Todd Rundgren, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and why? That's episode 12. We have heard from a number of listeners. By a number, do you mean more than one? Yeah, a few. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but a few. We'll take it. Several listeners told us that, thanks to us, they went to rockhall.com and voted to put Todd Rundgren in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Any other listener letters, Paul? Yes,
0: Dave. Thanks for asking. It seems that some of our listeners are the artists that we have been including Recording in our, Artists. Recording artists that we've been including in our episodes. Great. Who do we got? Steve Goodrich is the keyboardist and singer for Gunhill Road out of New York, and he's been texting me. Back when my hair was short, I was He alright. also picked, Dave, he picked one of the songs that we're gonna to feature today on the top ten of Bob Marley. This is a to our listeners if you're already a Bob Marley fan wonderful however if if you don't know much about Bob Marley we want to turn you on to his music we would love it if in addition to this episode you also listened to our Spotify playlist Bob Marley Rocks and Why and we created this playlist just for you for me yes we also Dave we included a Hojo Fro song. Oh no! Yes, another it, one. A new one? A new one oh, that no. comes out June first. I it's can't called wait in Rivermont. I'm, I'm waiting with bad breath. Yes, with bad breath or yeah. bated breath.
1: Well, no, I've got bad breath. <laughs> and it will be out June first. Paul, what am I going to do till June first if I have to wait that long for the new Hojo Fro song to come out?
0: That's just the way it works. We're trying to create excitement. Well, it's definitely anticipation. Yeah.
1: It's a
0: But you probably want me to get moving on with the topic of the day.
1: No, I think, didn't you say you want me to get my trumpet out of the mothballs and and appear on your next single? Yes, I think we should have you play a solo. Solo, you can't hear it? (laughs) Solo, we can't hear it. Well, Paul, I feel like it's time to cue up the sound effect of the person diving in the pool. Ah, that's good. Person, not man. No, person. It
0: really doesn't matter who it is diving. exactly. It's a person. All right, well, Dave, you got it. Here it is. There will be no jumping the shark today. This episode is all about celebrating the life and music of Bob Marley. So trust me, no one is going to jump the shark. your
1: Daring Daring to Discoveries Top, Top 10. ten Paul, are we starting with our number one favorite song by Bob Marley? No, Dave. I like to do things
0: by starting with number ten, and counting down to number one, i go with Casey Kasem's
1: method. you know what Casey Kasem used to say? What did he used to say? Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. I like that, Dave. We'll keep that in.
0: We're going to start with number 10 and we're going to end with number one. And then guess what? We have a little postscript when we end that people are going to want to hear because we're going to tell our listeners the three objects that were buried with Bob Marley.
1: Wow, that is great. I'll be putting on my thinking cap and I'll try to join in on the fun. I hope you will, Dave. I bet you won't be able to guess all three.
3: This is music.
1: In
0: February 2021, GQ magazine published a commemorative news article about the life of Bob Marley. Some of the tidbits that we relay today during this podcast episode are sourced from that GQ magazine story.
3: This is a music.
0: GQ Magazine described Bob Marley as one of the most iconic figures of the last century. The and 20th not just century. music,
1: I mean, no, humanitarian. No. Humanitarian. Um, a leader of his country, Jamaica. Yes, yes. And he also lived in Delaware. Bob Marley is as
0: much a myth as he was a man. Pick number ten. Our Derringer Discovery's top 10, Pick Ten, is a song written by Marley and released by the Whalers in 1973. The song contains, in my view, it contains a perplexing story. If you ever listen to the lyrics, and I definitely have. It's called I Shot the Sheriff.
2: I Shot the Sheriff Shot.
0: Yeah. That's I Shot the Sheriff by Bob Marley and the Wailers. It was written by Marley, produced by Chris Blackwell. Dave, Blackwell is still
1: alive today. Blackwell was Marley's go-to producer during Marley's music career, which lasted 18 years. All
2: around
1: Oh, you've got to play the Eric Clapton version. Uh, I don't know. Come on, it do- was a number one hit in 1974. It was number one? That is huge. It was number one in the U.S. Hot 100 charts. And we're talking about Slowhand here. And I'm talking about I Shot the Sheriff by Eric Clapton. Yes, here it is. Eric
0: Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff.
2: For the killing. I swear it was in self-defense.
0: And that's Eric Clapton's version. I think most of our listeners will know that version over Bob Marley's version.
2: One day the of the
0: Bob Marley was born in 1945 in Jamaica, but you had something more specific than I have.
1: He was born on February the 6th, uh-huh. 1945, in Rodenhall, Jamaica. Now, is there a significance to February 6th? February 6th is now Bob Marley Day in Jamaica. In 1990, it was proclaimed a national holiday. Yeah, I like that. He actually grew up in the United States, living and
0: singing in Delaware, near Wilmington. Pick, Pick. Number 9 Number 9 Number
1: 9 Paul, you can't play number 9 from the White Album No, no, we won't do that Please
0: don't Number 9
2: Number 9 Number 9 Number
1: 9 Dave, do you want to start off pick number 9? I would love to, Paul Bob Marley's band was formed in 1963 And included his friends Peter Tosh And Bunny Whaler
2: Fighting against conviction
1: Dave, you know I gotta ask you, what was the name of the band? It was called the Marlies. No, it's called the Toshas. It became the Wailers. Now how did Bunny Whaler get it to be named after him?
0: I don't know. But or do you
1: think they were saying they're Wailing, like you know, Wailing like the Wailing Wall? Yeah, like I, I, whalers. Like yeah. you're singing, you're wailing, right? Well, they were the teenagers at first, yeah, which is that's... appropriate because they were teenagers. Okay, so teenagers is a name you might outgrow. <laughs> yes, and then they became the Wailing
0: Rude Boys.
1: Oh, I like that. The Wailing Rude Boys.
0: <laughs> and then the Wailing Wailers. Too much wailing. Too much wailing. So what did they end up as? The whalers. Yeah. Bob
1: Marley and the Wailers.
0: Dave, our Derringer Discovery pick number nine is Stir It Up. Little
2: darling.
1: I got you on my mind. Well, Paul, since you played the 1967 version by Bob Marley and the Wailers of Stir It Up, I think you should play the hit version from 1972. In fact, it was kind of a big moment for Bob Marley because it was the first time that a Bob Marley song was played on the radio. And this is Johnny Nash, not Johnny Cash, Johnny Nash with an N. And he had just had a huge hit. How huge was it, Dave? He just had a number one hit with I Can See Clearly Now. Now you got to play a snippet. I'll play a snippet. I can see
2: clearly now, the rain is gone.
1: And here is the follow-up hit. How big was this follow-up hit? It was number 13 in the UK, number 13 in Ireland. But it went all the way to number 12 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Here is Johnny Nash with Stir It Up. Stir It Up.
0: That's Johnny Nash's version of Stir It Up, written by Bob Marley. Dave, after Nash's big hit, the Wailers re-recorded the song and released it as a single in 1973. Stir it up, little darling, stir it up. Let's give a quick shout-out to the Black Sorrows, who in 1993 had a top 20 hit in New Zealand with Stir It Up.
2: And now you are here with me. So clean the seeker. There's so much we can do.
1: In June 1978, Bob Marley was awarded the United Nations Peace Medal in recognition of his efforts on behalf of millions of disenfranchised people around the world. And Dave, our Derringer Discoveries top 10, pick number 8, was
0: recommended by Steve Goodrich of Gun Hill Road. He wanted us to play a song by Bob Marley that went all the way, you ready for this, Dave, but went all the way to number 1. Wait a minute, Paul. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all the way to number 1. I just one. looked up the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, this song went all the and way Bob to number Marley 1. Bob Marley did not have any number 1 hits in the United <laughs> States. So where did he have the number 1 hit?
0: Well, it was in New Zealand. New Zealand. He <laughs> yeah, had the number 1 hit with this song. In New Zealand. That is huge. In
2: 1984,
0: which, as we know, was after he died. Posthumously? Wait. Posthumously.
2: One love.
0: slash People Get Ready by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Dave, in addition to going to number one in New Zealand, that song was also a number five or a top
1: five hit in the UK. Paul, I have tidbits that I would like to tell the listeners now. Are they tasty? They're tasty tidbits. Alright, go ahead, Dave. Okay. What are your tidbits? First of all, this song contains an interpretation of the Impressions song, People Get Ready, written by Curtis Mayfield, and in 1965, the Impressions had a number 14 U.S. hit with the song. Song. okay i know what you're doing you want me to play a snippet of the impressions people get ready so people can hear whether or not it sounds similar to one love whatever gave you that impression <laughs> <laughs> i think people should get ready and listen to people get ready by the impressions okay here it is the impressions people get ready
2: people get ready there's a train a-coming you don't need no baggage you just get on
1: Second, the Whalers recorded the first version of the song in 1965. They only called it One Love. They failed to give copyright credit to Curtis Mayfield. Let's play a snippet of the
0: 1965 version by the Whalers. It's a much faster, sped up version, but here it is. That's the Wailers 1965 version, and that one was just called One Love.
2: Pick number seven.
0: Our next pick, Dave, Derringer Discovery's Pick Number Seven, was released as a single in 1977. It didn't hit or even sniff the US charts, but you ready for this? Well, In the UK, on the UK Singles Chart, this song went to number 27. It's called Waiting in Vain."
1: In vain. Paul, can we also play the version by Annie Lennox? Do you remember Annie Lennox? What band was she in? I can't remember that. It was like a duo, right? The Eurythmics with yeah. Dave Stewart. Yeah, that's a good one. And she did the song too? Her version actually didn't do quite as well on the UK charts. only hit number 31. But it did There hit- is Annie Lennox after after she left the Eurythmics. What year was that? That was in 1995. 1995.
2: From the very first time I read...
0: That's Annie Lennox, Waiting in Vain, written by Bob Marley. Bob Marley's nickname, Dave, you ready for this? Tough Gong. That's T-U-F-F-G-O-N-G. Anyone who knows anything about Marley knows it's the name of his personal label and the name of a number of his businesses. And do you know why he has that name, Dave?
1: I get a suspicion, but I might be wrong about it. Tell me why he has that name. Well, a gong is a very important instrument in Jamaica, and I'm not going to say anything more about well,
0: it. Well, and I had read that it's because of his resiliency. I'm sure that's been kind of PC'd over over he's time. Tough. He's, he's tough. He's a tough. He's a tough gong.
1: Pick number six.
0: Dave, our Derringer Discovery's top ten pick number six is a song that has gained momentum through the years. It didn't bubble (laughs) under or sniff the U.S. charts or the U.K. charts
1: when it was released in 1973. And Dave Yes Paul It hit the Dutch charts The Dutch chart, I know You laughed at me You scoffed at me When I said we should do A whole episode on Dutch groups And now you're citing the Dutch chart Yes because it hit number 33 On the Dutch
0: top 40 Was it a Dutch treat? I don't know But I do know this Dave Over time This song Has become a battle cry And a signature song For Bob Marley The song is Get Up Stand Up from 1973 co-written by Marley and who did he write it with? Peter Tosh Peter Tosh
2: Get Up, Stand Up Stand Up for your right. Get Up, Stand Up Stand Up for your right. And
0: that's Get Up, Stand Up by Bob Marley co-written with Peter Tosh
1: Let's play a snippet of a live version of Get Up, Stand Up from 2002 by Bruce Springsteen Peter Gabriel. Wow, really? Tracy Chapman. Yes. And who's the other person? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he, yeah, yeah, we're in trouble. Oh. Um, people, there was a there was a fourth person. <laughs> right. Laisse-moi seul, je du Dave, let's do this. What? Let's play a snippet of each of those four because they each have a verse in the song. Okay. The first one on this song that you mentioned, Dave, you're the one who mentioned this song, so I'm playing it for you, buddy. Peter Gabriel. Can goes... I have a shout
1: out? Yes, have a shout out. The number one Peter Gabriel Genesis fan in the world is my old DJ pal, Mike. Mike. In Roanoke. Okay, Mike, this is for you. Peter
0: Gabriel goes first on this version. Here he is. Next up is a name that you and I had to work on saying, so do. And we heard it straight from him, right? We watched a video and he said his own name. You so do. You so do. No, I so do, you so do. <laughs> you so do. Here's you so do.
2: has never been told. Now you see the Get up
0: Dave, the third singer, is Tracy Chapman. Chapman and Dave, of course, they would save the boss for last, right? When we say the boss, who are we talking about? We're talking about Bruce Springsteen. And here he is, Bruce Springsteen, singing his verse of Get Up Stand Up.
3: Hi, right,
0: Dave, that's fantastic. We just finished our pick number six. Don't
2: give up, goodbye.
0: Yes. Where can we go from here, Dave? Where do we go after pick number six? Number five? Yes, let's go to number <laughs> can, five. Can we get the
1: Echo Plex out for, for the <laughs> number big. Number five. Here we go. Number five. Okay. All right, you ready? Pick number five.
0: Bob Marley was shot in the chest and arm in December 1976 during a politically motivated assassination attempt in Jamaica. Here now is a special item of news from the JBC newsroom. Entertainer and reggae star, Bob Marley, is a now patient in the University Hospital after receiving gunshot wounds. Four others were also shot. He believed after this that he would be safer in the United Kingdom and he permanently moved there after the assassination
1: attempt. Bob Marley's songwriting partner and original member of the Whalers, Peter Tosh, was murdered in Jamaica in 1987. So that was about uh, about a decade after uh, Bob Marley was almost murdered in Jamaica. Derringer (laughs) Discoveries brought to you by the Jamaica (laughs) Tourism Council. This leads us to our Derringer Discoveries Top 10
0: Pick Number 5. Woo! It's a song that Bob Marley wrote in 1979 after he had been diagnosed with cancer. It was released in 1980. You ready for this, Dave? It's not classified as a reggae song. If you look at this on Spotify or anywhere, you'll see that it's classified as a folk song.
2: All pirates, yes, they rob I. sold out to the merchant ships. Minutes after they took guy from the bottom list.
1: Over time this song has come to be considered by music critics as one of Marley's greatest compositions.
2: Won't you help to sing the songs of freedom cause all I ever have? Redemption songs.
0: And that's Bob Marley solo singing and playing Redemption Song.
1: Let's also play the 2002 version of Redemption Song performed by Johnny Cash. Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom? With Joe Strummer of The Clash. All
2: I ever had,
1: Redemption
0: songs. these songs of freedom. And that was Johnny Cash with Joe Strummer of The Clash doing their version of Redemption song.
1: Pick number Dave,
0: our Derringer Discovery's Top 10 Pick number 4 was released long after Bob Marley died. It became a worldwide hit in at least 17 different countries during
1: 1992-93. And now we'll tell you the chart placements of all songs. I'm going to reference just a few of the charts. You promise it's just going to be a few, Dave, not 17. In the U.S., it hit number 11 on the Billboard Modern Rock tracks. Wow. It was number 5 on the UK singles Chart.
2: That is huge.
1: It was number 4 in the Netherlands. Aha, the Dutch top 40 charts, right? They're number 3 in France. Number 3 in France? And it went all the way to number 2 in both New Zealand and Sweden. This was a huge hit worldwide for Bob Marley. As I
0: mentioned, it was in 1992-93. What's the name of the song, Paul? It's called Iron Lion
1: Zion. That's easy enough for you to say. <laughs>
2: Amanda
0: A 2014 version of that song Wait There was a version in 2014?
1: Of that song Okay What's the name of the song? Iron Lion Zion Released by Santana With one of Bob Marley's sons Which son? Ziggy Marley With Santana, Santana. You heard of him, Carlos Santana?
0: Of course. This version was on an album that hit number one on two Billboard charts. It hit number one on the U.S. Top Latin Albums charts and the U.S. Latin Pop Albums chart. I'm on the Derringer Discovery's top ten pick number three has a unique story behind the copyright. The song that we're about to play is a deeply personal song for Bob Marley. It even mentions you ready for this, Dave? It mentions cornmeal porridge, and this was reportedly a favorite dish of Marley's. And the reason I mention this is because the song has a lot of personal references that are clearly Bob Marley. So by all appearances, and according to his associates, this next song that we're about to play was in fact written by Bob Marley. Yet Marley gave the songwriting credits to a friend of his named Vincent Ford.
1: The entire credits? The entire credits. So in other words, you're saying Bob Marley wrote this. Yes. You've written a few songs, right? Yes. I guess what I'm trying to say is, Paul, when you write a song, what do you put down as the songwriting credit usually?
0: Well, lately I've been doing the people who play on it. Okay. So So
1: you give everybody credit.
0: I give everybody credit, which means if it did hit, each person would have an equal share in the royalties. Right.
1: And so you're doing that because you're the songwriter. You can give credit to anybody you want. I can give credit to anybody. And then you register it with either BMI or ASCAP. And so if you want to put down somebody else's name so they get the money from yeah. any royalties. Yeah. And that's the whole idea, Dave. If you put
0: someone else's name as the songwriter, knowing that this song is going to generate royalties, money is going to go to that person. In this case, Vincent Ford was a friend of his who operated a soup kitchen in Kingston, Jamaica.
1: In Trenchtown. Yeah, Trenchtown. You're right, yeah, Dave. The Trenchtown Rock. You heard of that, haven't
0: you? Yeah, that's it's The Clash. Yeah, The Clash. By Bob Marley giving Vincent Ford the copyright to the song, Marley ensured that Vincent's soup kitchen would receive a steady stream of revenue in the form of royalty payments so that the soup kitchen could continue operating indefinitely.
1: That is wonderful. You said he was a humanitarian. He's a humanitarian. You yeah, know, he's... I can see why they have Bob Marley Day in Jamaica. That's correct. And did you know that Derringer Discovery's podcast, a potential sponsor, is Jamaican tourism. Yes. Jamaica, <laughs> the home of Bob Marley.
0: Yes. The song, Dave, is called No Woman, No Cry. No Woman, No Cry.
1: No Woman No Cry. So Paul, if our listeners go to Bob Marley Rocks playlist on Spotify and play No Woman No Cry, will Vincent Ford receive royalties for his soup kitchen? Well, Dave, that's a tough story because The answer
0: is, unfortunately, no. Why? First of all, Vincent Ford died in 2008, but you ready for this? After Marley died in 1981, his estate wrestled control of the copyright away. I wrestled
1: in high school and college.
0: And did you win? I didn't win much in college. Well, these guys won. The estate won the copyright back. And uh, I don't know what to say, except that that was the end of the money going to the soup kitchen. And Dave, you know that song you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Roots Rock Reggae? Mm -hmm. Root Rock Reggae! Yes. That was also credited to Vincent Ford, and that went to his soup kitchen. Pick
2: Pick pick number two! two, 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 two.
0: Our Derringer Discovery's top ten pick number two is a song that was released in 1978. It hit the top 40 in four different countries. Yeah, Dave, that's pretty impressive. This song is called Is This Love? and that's Is This Love? Dave through the years this song has been covered by a number of others Derringer Discovery's top 10 pick number one is a song that Bob Marley wrote after observing three canaries on his window sill while he was living in the UK. My wife, Betsy, was singing this song this morning. Three Little Canaries? Three Little Canaries, yes. Okay. Sometimes people think this song is called Don't Worry About a Thing. Sometimes people think it's called Every Little Thing is Gonna Be Alright. But people, our number one pick, Derringer Discovery's top 10 number one pick is actually called Three Little Birds. Three Little Birds. Here it is. Little about a thing.
2: Every gonna be
1: all right. And that's Three Little Birds by Bob Marley and the Whalers. In 1980, Three Little Birds was released as a single in the United Kingdom. Yes. That's also called the UK. Yeah, yeah. And it peaked. It peaked. It didn't sniff, bubble, or scratch. It peaked at number two.
2: That is huge. Rise up this morning.
1: Bob Marley died on May eleventh nineteen 1981, from cancer at the age of 36. Well, Dave, I normally try to stay
0: away from people's deaths. Yeah. But considering we opened our episode with a teaser about the three things that were buried with Bob Marley, I think it was appropriate that you mentioned the fact that he died. Because when he was buried in Jamaica, he was buried with three favorite things and I want to see if you can guess what they were I
1: know he was a big soccer fan ah yeah
0: right soccer they call it football but to us it's soccer so I want to say he was he was buried maybe with a soccer ball yeah thats that was one of the three things he was buried with a soccer ball Or just so you know in the UK they would call that a football do you want to guess what the second thing is
1: well I know he loved his guitar yeah he did and I know you musicians you know really like sometimes do you ever take your keyboards to bed with you or stuff like that well its I keep it with me a lot yes yeah you don't sleep with your keyboard no you? it's too big i, I heard would... you slept with a grand piano one time those... it, it was not a comfortable night no, no. it wasn't <laughs> yeah, 88 keys and a bottle of wine yeah. okay i woke
0: up in the morning regretting it. yo ho ho and uh,
1: 88 <laughs> keys and a bottle of wine okay i am going to guess guitar is the second
0: one yeah that's right and it, not just any guitar but it was uh, his gibson les paul <laughs> yes and i have that i have a gibson les paul now paul, hanging on my wall
1: do you have to charge up a guitar every now and then or does it stay completely inflated all the time yeah the guitar is
0: good. And the neck will warp, and I'm sure it has. Okay,
1: but it's in the coffin. It's in the coffin. Can I say coffin? Yeah, sure. It's fine So in you. the coffin with Bob Marley, as we speak... Is a soccer ball... That's probably deflated by now. Yes, and a Gibson Les Paul. That's probably... The neck is probably warped. It's probably
0: warped, and it's the one that you would see him in pictures playing. But the
1: third item... Last forever.
0: Yes, it probably And the third
1: item is actually something that's going to be legalized pretty soon. In Virginia. In Virginia. Yes. And so people, would you like to guess what the third item is?
0: You know, it's funny. I asked Alton this morning if he he could guess. You know? He
1: did. That was his first guess. He (laughs) he couldn't guess the soccer ball or the guitar. So when he was cruising around in his El Camino. (laughs) El Camino?
0: Gran Torino. Gran
1: Torino. Did he have one of the three items that Bob Marley has in his car? I think he had a guitar in his car. He had a guitar in his car and a soccer ball. And a soccer ball, but not (laughs) the third item. So Dave... Yes. Do we want to tell our listeners what that third item is that was buried with Bob Marley? Brought to you by Jamaican Tourism Council. Paul, I would like to defer. This is, in wrestling, this is means defer. Okay. I'm going to go defer you. are doing a hand gesture. Can you see that on the podcast? I can. I see I, lots I, I, of hand gestures. Cr- yeah. <laughs> so which hand now gesture? Now here's a finger gesture <laughs> yes. for yes. you. All right. So no, I'm doing... a Boy Scout. I can't give you the finger right. gesture So you're either.
0: giving me a wrestling gesture that means what? Defer. You're deferring. All right. Well, Dave. The third item that was buried... drum roll please. Drum roll please.
1: The third item that no. was... No. Man jumps into the... Into the... I think you said it wasn't person. a man. It was a person. Person jumps into the swimming pool. All right, here we are. We're diving no. in. You gotta get the jump the shark thing in, too.
0: The third item that was buried with Bob Marley was a bud of marijuana. This is Paul. And this is Dave. If you like what you hear, please follow us and tell others about us. And if you don't like what
1: you hear, please call Paul Derringer at 434-
0: Yeah, we're not going to give out my number. Censored, censored. Yeah.
1: Tell us what you like. And tell us what you don't like. To
0: listen to our playlist for this episode. It's called Bob Marley Rocks. And you can find it on Spotify. Until next time, we are the Derringer Brothers. And
1: we thank you for listening to... Derringer Discoveries! If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the Derringer Discoveries podcast.
2: In your sister's room.
1: For this entire podcast Paul has kept me on a short leash uh, <laughs> he's kept me on a script it's tough to keep Dave on anything this is me on script and this is me off script Derringer <laughs> Discoveries brought to you by the Jamaica Jamaican. Tourism Council and now here's a snippet of the latest single by Hojo Fro in Rivermont
2: Soon.
0: Just when the right first comes to you, 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 and the river month is a debt that's been bubbling up now for 40 years. Ooh. We don't get a say in the thoughts that cling to us. Take a risk, speak your mind, now you're looking just like a tool dumb.
1: stay in our lanes. Be sure to follow Hojo Fro on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite streaming platform.